It's Missouracast episode. All right, what are we up to? Like seven, 73. Let's call it episode 73, I think. That sounds like a good number. Uh, summer 2018, right around the corner. We are, are cranking up. It is post Pesach, and uh, it's still snowing in Guilford, New York. This still is, snowing. We had, uh, it was only three inches. Only three inches. We're on the, at least the right path. At least, we're getting there. At least it wasn't eight inches. Maybe you know? we'll open like, up June 15th. Maybe, maybe. You know what? I have a great, I have a great activity. Michael Pellico ice fishing could be a new club this year, I think, no? Yeah, by the way, it's not so crazy. Do you know that one year we actually had snow until the first week of June? That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Well, by the way, just speaking of it, catching up on things since we haven't done this in a while, I, I hear, um, you know, Pesach, that you were, uh, you were big stuff in uh, Florida and uh, playing some guitar from yeah, like, well, a serious concert. Yeah, I, I by accident ended up doing a Mordecai Shapiro concert. It was a lot of fun. Wow. It was really a lot of fun. Me and about, you know, 30,000 of my closest friends went to Orlando for Pesach. It was, it was great. I'm honored that we have such an all-star working well, in our camp. It's yes. such a famous, famous person. Uh, are you talking about me? Or are you talking about the one and only Coach Gila? Oh, you just ruined it. Oh, uh, Coach Gila joining us live on the Masoracast. Say hello to everyone, Coach Gila. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here with you guys. Okay, Coach Gila is really, really nervous about this. She's never talked in front of a microphone before. She's talked in front of hundreds of people and done food demonstrations. <laughs> thousands. Thousands of people. But talking to me and Ari and a microphone is... is, is it's all right. new. It's, it's just off. new. It's off your thing. Okay, all right. So we'll, we'll be gentle. We're breaking her in slowly, so it's, it's a fun. But in three minutes from now, she'll, she'll be, be fine. So, so let me get this. So, so Coach Gila, and this is not like basketball Coach Gila or hockey Coach Gila. You are... Health coach, Gila, is that correct? That's exactly okay, right. Okay, one thing about podcasts, you can't nod your head because nobody <laughs> hears you. You actually have to say that. All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, so so you're a health coach. Yes, I so am. What does that mean? What do you do? Okay, so. Not in Camas or in real life. In real life. So, first of all, my professional journey began. I was an attorney for many years and I absolutely loved everything about working as an attorney. But after my fifth child was born, I recognized that I didn't really have the healthy habits that I wanted to transmit to my family. So I ended up going back to school to the largest nutrition school in the world. It's called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I learned exactly what I set out to learn. My goal now with my private practice now is to teach families, busy families, because I get it, we're all busy. It's really to teach busy families how to incorporate healthier foods into their lives. So that doesn't mean never eating pizza, fries, burgers, no. Basically, I teach, whether it's the children themselves or the parents, how to create balance in their lives and really to enjoy food. If we're speaking about somebody who is older and does not have a great re relationship with food, so then we work on that. We really do. You mean if you're like a teenager and basically eat like chicken nuggets and french fries? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> or, know, yeah, like yeah. That. And we don't come at it from weight issues at all. That's never my approach. It's more about eating for energy, eating to feel good, eating to do, if you're a student, eating to do, perform well in school. Um, that's really more of the approach. So uh, particularly in camp, Ari, I think you would say that, that food plays a major role in a, a camper's experience and in the the things that we're trying to teach them about to carry over into their regular life. Yeah, you know, it, it's an amazing thing. And, and uh, Coach Gila uh, touched upon so many different things, which we'll, uh, we'll start talking about over the next couple of minutes. But, you know, in, in camp, it became such an, uh, you know, the talk about um, being healthy and, and uh, and what to eat and being on the sports courts 
became such a big topic amongst the kids, not in a way that, you know, in the sense that, you know, they're, they're working out all the time and, you know, they want to know, they want to feel good, you know, for their next activity. You know, what is specifically should I eat? And that's where we came up with the idea. I think we're probably the only camp to, to have Correct. this. Lots to, of camps have, you know, the lady who deals with the kids with the allergies and stuff like that. But no one else has a health coach. Correct. So basically, at a certain point, you mean to tell me that the campers realize that the diet of Fruity Pebbles in the morning, pizza for lunch, eclair for a snack, uh, hot dogs and hamburgers for supper, and then hot dogs and hamburgers again at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then, you know, you're burping hot dogs and hamburgers when you're having <laughs> the, friend, the uh, Fruity Pebbles again the next day. They realize that that really doesn't help them on the sports court. Correct. And, uh, you know, that's exactly why, you know, when we saw Coach Gila, especially here in the New Jersey area, and, uh, you know, we see things in, uh, in, in Grand and Essex, which we'll talk about uh, shortly, you know, Coach Gila approved. And, and the way food looks and, and eating healthy, this is something that, that the kids bring up. It's not even the adults that talk about it. It's the kids that talk about it on a daily basis to the point that when Coach Gila walks into the dining room, I would have never imagined in a million years for teen boys standing up and like uh, applauding Coach Gila, but chanting, she we want- a, She has a chant. Yeah, we, we want kale. We want kale, that's right. Would you have ever imagined that teen boys, and seriously, would, would start chanting, we want kale, and that's the culture that Coach Gila developed and the kids see it and they, they love it. And they love it. And it makes fun. me feel so great. It, my message is received and enjoyed. And it's really cool to eat healthy in camp. It's cool to ask questions. It's cool to make the right choices. And if you don't know, it's cool to ask. Like, there's nothing, you know, the campers call me over. They come to me in between activities if they see me around in the dining room for sure. Um, and what they really want to know is how can I eat for energy? How can I eat to feel good? How can I eat, you know, and they're really asking about balance. So I teach them. I teach them. You always re really need to choose protein. You need to have a protein on your plate. And... Breakfast time, that's easy. There's so many options. We have eggs, we have yogurt, um, lots of good choices. And then they really do listen. And with a smile on their face, they'll call me over and they'll show me their plates. Last summer, I remember the, the boys especially, girls love the salad, but this is what was so cool. The boys especially were loving the salad bar that I did a whole post taking pictures of the boys with their salads. Of course I did the girls too, but it was the boys that was so exciting. So it's really both campuses and every age that gets into it. So I, I, I have a really important question I've been thinking about for a very long time. Because I, what I, is an eclair? Were you going to figure that out? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so let me explain. A hundred so years ago when I went that. to camp, eclairs were the ice cream bars that you used to get. It was like Klein's ice cream. It was covered in like the crunchies with the vanilla and the chocolate. All right, forget it. No eclairs for me. I haven't touched a bagel in about three years. Okay, so. Well, yeah. Um, here, here's my question for you. I, I've seen Baruch Hashem. You've had a tremendous success. I, I watch, you know, the Instagram posts and your Insta stories. You have had so much success, I've seen in the yeshivas and the high schools and, and you know, in Grandin, Essex and with your, your private clients. You know, and I also think about Missora, how successful you are where, where, where the kids, you, know, you, you have like Hasidim who, who, who trail you, who want to know more. And 
how do you develop that? How do you get the kids so excited that, that they this want and and the look of the post that, that it's so, you know, you, you, you want to eat some of those items that you, like it's so appetizing and so ready. How do you get to that and how do you work with the kids to, to get them in that zone and, and show that success? Okay, so the truth is that it is my truth. And when you have a passion and when you speak your truth, I think that that just comes across to the kids and adults. So when I'm doing Insta stories, I, I didn't just like make a dish so I could take a picture of it. That's really what I'm eating. Um, when I'm showing my children's dinner, which is my dinner because we all eat the same thing, but when I take pictures and I say, this is what my kids are eating for dinner, I didn't do that just for a good post. So I think that being authentic and real and true comes across and you can't fool kids. You just can't. They see right through you. And in my case, this is my life. So I was unhealthy for many years. And thank God now it's been about eight years where I've been able to recreate family favorites using healthier ingredients at Grands in Essex especially. So I have my own line of food there, which is very well received and it's expanding daily. And- Do they have eclairs yet or no? No, no eclairs yet. Um, and especially in the high schools, I teach at Maya Note. I did do a fabulous event at TABC. And I teach at Yachad, I teach at Yavna. It's all the same. And all this energy and positivity comes with me to camp. And I love every single thing about it. I'll actually tell a short story that answers your question. I was asked by the division heads to speak to the teens last summer. So I did. I prepared. I did a workshop. It was a one-time thing. And the girls themselves came over to me after my presentation and they said, can you please do a weekly workshop? I said, a weekly workshop? You know, what do you have in mind? And they said, I don't know, you could just teach us more and talk more, maybe we'll do some cooking together. And I said I would speak to, you know, Dean and Ari and look into it, but from my perspective, I was in awe, I was in shock, it was so gratifying, I felt so amazing. They just wanted more of what I had to offer, and this is learning, um, but they recognized that it's learning for life, that what I was teaching is good for life, and that you really need that information for life, and it's fun. I make it fun. That's another answer to your question. I make it fun. It's not boring learning. I don't stand there, mom, mama, not at all. Um, they ask me questions. I answer. It's very back and forth. I, I'm not at all standing up there and just talking forever, uh, and the, the campers feel a part of the conversation. They feel a part. Of, they own it. They own it, and they feel great about it. You know, what's amazing to me is that I, I even at home, and this all comes from camp, is that my second grader, my sixth grader, my seventh grader, and my high school son, they will talk at the, at the table and say, could you please tell Coach Gila that, you know, I ate the rainbow? And you have, like, certain buzz, you know, words and, and things that you say that's just, you know, even Yonatan in TABC, you did, you did some class recently, and he came back and he's like, just make sure you ask Coach Gila for that recipe oh of, uh, I don't know, some quinoa salad yes. and something, and he loved it. So the rainbow is not like when you go to a, a, a kiddish and you have like the dark brown cholent and the okay. lighter brown potato gogo and the darker brown, that's not the rainbow. So if we're, we're gonna bring you about. over to the other side, we'll no eclairs, no kiddish. Oh, no. <laughs> Healthier versions of the kiddish. Yeah, but, but, but the funny thing is, is that like when I saw a post recently that you did in, I think in Grand in Essex, you posted something that I thought was mac and cheese right away. I mean, I, I don't even know what was in the, in the ingredients, but it looks so good. I want to run right over and pick it up. Yes, cauliflower, mac and cheese, but we use cauliflower instead of the pasta. 
Everything can be recreated. And what I do... Except that, Clarice. Maybe, maybe. You never know. Almond flour, maybe. But I do tell the kids that there is some balance, and that's most important. So it's not about never eating mac and cheese and only eating cauliflower. That's really not my message. My message is really it's about balance. So if you are going to have some mac and cheese, fabulous. Put it on your plate. I'd love to see a gorgeous, multicolored rainbow salad right next to that mac and cheese. To the point that when I walk around the dining room during the meals... So I'll see kids, you know, with a nice piece of schnitzel or, or items like that in a ziti, but I also see that nice salad next to them, and I think that's the awareness, and you've showed kids, you know, what to eat and how to balance, and, and thank God to the point now that we offer, you know, these balanced meals, um, you know, uh, with the chickens and with the salads and with the fruits and the yogurt bars and all that, and the kids really like that, that, that kind of food. Yeah, for the parents that don't know, I'd love to give a brief description of the food at Masora. And if you do, ha- if you are listening and you have a first-time camper coming, it would be fabulous if they listen to this as well, or you could just relay the information. So you walk in, breakfast, and there's a gorgeous yogurt bar set up. You'll have yogurt, you'll have granola, you'll have multicolored fruit set up. You, there's also, so that's always, that's every single day and always. But in addition to that, there's always cereal, cereal and milk, and we have varying degrees of, you know, different choices. Then we have a hot item every single day. So we alternate between different kinds of eggs. And by the way, the campers do eat the eggs. It makes me so happy. And we also have French toast and pancakes and the usual. So the kids get to choose. Oh, that's another thing. I love that they get to choose because that creates... Uh, an adult that is mindful about choices that they're making and they get to decide. It's, it's a certain ownership and a, a, a power that the, the child develops as a camper in, in Masora and then they're able to take that um, ability to have choices and make good choices with them for the rest of their life. Okay, lunch, the salad, again, magnificent salad bar and the salad bar always has lettuce, sometimes spinach, always greens, every single color of the rainbow. And if you don't already follow me, you should, because I will be posting pictures of these magnificent lunches and meals all summer. So on main on Instagram, I am Coach Gila Approved. And on Facebook, I, you can find me at Main Asset Health, which at some point we are going to be changing over to Coach Gila Approved as well. Okay, let's get back to lunch. We have red peppers, orange peppers, yellow peppers, shredded carrots, shredded cabbage. Um, There's always some sort of protein in the salad bar. We always have tuna fish, hard-boiled eggs, but we also do have vegetarian options. So there's black beans, chickpeas, lots of choices. Always three or four salad dressings, whatever the children, you know, campers want. They have choices. Is there the ugly duckling of the salad bar, the hearts of palm ever? Sometimes. Sometimes. Why is that ugly duckling? I don't know. It's like, it's that... It's that thing that like either you like it. Or I agree. You really I have. I do. Like Wait. It. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Um, most kids do like it though. And then we get fun. We have some mandarin oranges. We have lots of toppings, so yeah, we can we have croutons. Bacon bits, bacon bits, whatever we call it. Yes, them. we. They do. You do have. Yeah, we we yeah. do that. Do you know do those you know, little but, red crunchies? But with regard to the hearts of palm, do you know how many kids bring cans of, yes. of it? And they, they, that's what they notch on. It's and a fabulous. Snack. By the way, that you know who started that trend? Yeah, Coach Gila. My kids love it. My my kids brought it. So my kids bring cans and cans. So at night when people are, you know, munching and having some late night munchies, they do pop those cans open. I I didn't even know that until this week. I haven't. This past week, I I was in camp. I was looking for a can opener, 
and Dina said, you know, in one of my daughter's, um, you know, cubbies, there's a uh, there's a can opener. I'm like, what is she? What is she they said that the, the kids, yeah. the kids eat, you know, the canned vegetables and all that stuff. And I was so impressed when when she mentioned that. I just have this vision of Ari stuck up in camp with the snow, <laughs> and he's got a can, and he can't open it. I was just and trying he's to banging it against the wall for 40 minutes. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to open up a can of tuna. He's got a screwdriver and a hammer. He's bang, and Pelico comes and shoots it and doesn't get it open. It's like, that's so funny. Alright, you need a can opener. You should even have one on your key ring, probably, if you're going to travel oh, up to camp true. during the winter. Whoa, that's a lot of stuff. So, so Coach Gila, what do you do in camp? What is your what is your everyday hi, good morning, I'm Coach Gila. I'm going to finish this. Okay, game. fabulous. So I'm in the dining room every single day, every single meal. We have two shifts for breakfast, two shifts for lunch, two shifts for dinner, so I'm there. So I do a bunch of I have a bunch of different roles. Um, the first thing is if there are any campers or staff with any special dietary needs, whether they're gluten-free or whether they have any allergies, I make sure, I'm the liaison with the kitchen, I make sure that they have their meal. They have a gluten-free meal, a dairy-free meal. If they're allergic to dairy and they want strawberries, I make sure that we get them clean strawberries that was not on the salad bar, just to make sure that someone didn't accidentally drop a little bit of yogurt into the strawberries. So I just make sure that everyone has everything they need. And then um, I'm there additionally for kids. Sometimes kids have questions. They want to ask me questions. I'm there to answer them. When everyone is served and everyone has food, that's when I start making my rounds. So I literally walk from table to table. I stop at each table. Hey, everyone good? If I see a child with an empty plate, I say, hey, did you eat? Did you find that? So usually they're just holding a plate. They ate already. Um, but if I'm needed, the, the counselors know I'm there. The children know I'm there. The campers know I'm there. The staff knows I'm there. And it's a very, I'm a very nurturing presence in the dining room because, especially for the younger campers, they're away from home. Even if the food is delicious, which I'm telling you it is, it doesn't look like mommy's food. It looks different. The chicken looks different. The schnitzel even looks different. So I'm this nurturing presence that they can come to, and I do encourage them to taste everything, and they do, and they do it with a smile, and more than more often than not, they love it. Uh, if someone has a if a child or a camper has trouble taking the chicken off the bone, I'm right there. I'm right there. So everyone should really feel comfortable. Adults should feel comfortable sending their campers, knowing that this I'm there and this position exists. And the children, please give your children the message directly that Coach Gila is in the dining room for them, and I am there for them to answer any questions they have. You, you know, you know what else is uh, very nice is that aside from being such a professional and, and knowing so much about health and nutrition and all of that, and it's certainly able to guide all the staff and and the campers. But you, you, your your personality allows itself to be. The, I, I think that kids just enjoy talking to you because you, you really do give off that mommy feel to them. That when you're guiding them and you're giving them the tools, but it, it's also with that love and care that you, you really want to help help the children. And that's something that's very nice. I think that that it's it's seen throughout the dining room with every camper and that we, we can't thank you enough for thank you thank you for for saying that so my children i have five children the oldest is 16 then 14 13 11 and 7. so my kids are the exact ages of campers of campus over campers so i know i know my, and, and my kids went to camp before i worked there so i know the feeling of being that mom and my husband the dad of sending our kids off and now i know the feeling of being there as a Masora staff member and the, you know the kids need it it's my privilege and pleasure to do that for them 
I, I have another question uh, also that um, you know I, I've been watching, and uh, you know. The, the, we have there. There are always campers who will be, um, you know, picky eaters and only will eat certain foods. Um, but I, I've seen that throughout the years, there are many parents who have come to Misoro or called and said, "My child will only eat X, Y, and Z." And sure enough, without fail, you you've gotten them maybe not to eat everything that we offer and you know the entire menu. But you, you, you've got, you've introduced new foods that that they that Kemper started liking. What, what could, suggestion or what, what, what could you uh, guide, you know, us as parents and you know the extended community on, you know, in preparing a child that is more of a picky eater, or you know, saying that no, there's no way that they'll ever eat something else, and, and with with your expertise in. In, in breaking through with many of these campers, which is exactly what we want, because after all, we're in camp and, and we want their children to do new things, experience new things. So what, what could you um, share with the parents and with the campers and everyone else to, you know, if, if a child it, it does have either restrictions just in terms of pickiness or things like that, that, you know, we, we could get them to a new level in camp? Okay, that's a great question. If you do have a picky eater, there are a lot of different uh, methods to use. So the first thing that I would suggest is not to label them a picky eater because once you use that phrase in front of them, then they begin to define themselves as a picky eater and then it's even harder for me in camp and for you at home to move them from that place. So if you have used that term, that's okay. You know, as a parent, we all do those types of things. Just don't use it going forward. Uh, okay, so that's number one. Just don't say, oh, you're so picky. Oh, what a picky eater. Okay. From this point on, I, I stop. <laughs> okay, great. So that's number one. Number two, let's use this. I'm going to make up an example. Let's just say you have a child that only likes a certain kind of chicken from a certain kind of, you know, made a certain way, made with a certain kind of crumbs. And you know that in, either in camp or in real life, whether they're going to a friend for Shabbos or Shabbaton or whenever, it may not be that way. What are you supposed to do? Okay. So I believe the theory that I'm going to use is called crowding out. I don't believe in taking away what the child likes and replacing it with what you want them to eat. That really becomes a stressful push-pull situation, and I don't think that that's the best way to do it. So my advice would be to crowd out the, the item that they're stuck on eating. So how does that work? It works by slowly, which would mean one new food a week, not more than that, but putting it on the table. And, and you can do it more than that, but just slowly, and don't make a big deal about it. So let's say they like the schnitzel only. Okay, you make them their schnitzel, but I also want you to make another type of schnitzel, another type of chicken. And let's say they don't eat side dishes. They don't want the broccoli, they don't want the cauliflower, they don't even want plain cucumbers, fine. But what I want you to do is serve them their schnitzel, serve the second type of schnitzel, serve the cucumbers, start super like mild. Cucumbers is a good place to start. Cut them up, put them on the table. The first time they're there, I don't even suggest you offer it to them. Don't. But you eat it, right? You eat it. You pick it up, you put it in your mouth. You can choose to say something, you cannot just choose to say something. If you choose to say something, I would say, ooh, this cucumber tastes great. Don't even make eye contact. Don't look at them, don't make it like, you know, <laughs> I get it, you want me to eat the cucumber? No, be totally cool, be totally chill. Just eat whatever it is with enthusiasm and enjoyment. Second time, do the same thing. Third time, and then at some point, look, I'm not gonna promise that the child's gonna say, can I have a cucumber? But in my experience, it does work more often than not. Um, 
one of the last things I just want to bring up, which I think is so fascinating, I, you, you, you created, you, you're a brand, and, and you have a, a, an unbelievable following, which is, um, you know, just your post and, and grandinesics and what you do privately. I, I'm just curious a little bit more what you do, you know, on the off season, not, uh, you know, in Camp Missoura, and I know you're in Grand Essex, but, I, but also you, you, you work with clients and people uh, privately also, so if you could tell us that, and also a little bit, I, I know you do meet um, with some campers in, in camp also where parents have reached out to you and requested, and you, there's been a lot of success, so if you could tell us about, you know, what you do on the off season and, and a little bit more what you do in camp. Sure. So I do have a private practice where I meet with uh, sometimes the whole family. I have gone to people's homes and met with the whole family. Um, sometimes I meet with the child themselves and sometimes I meet with the mothers. I do work with men. I have had, you know, I do currently have male clients. And the point is to get into a good, uh, sustainable plan for them, it's very bio-individual. I don't have the one plan fits all type of coaching program. So I meet with a person, I find out what works for them based on their schedule, what they like, their dislikes, and we, I come up with a food plan for them. And then, more importantly than the actual food plan, we come up, we review healthy habits, whether it's water intake, whether it's sleep, whether it's movement. We discuss everything over time, and I create a sustainable healthy habit plan for them, which is just as important as the food. So that's what I do in my private practice. And Baruch Hashem, as you said, it has been, it has grown exponentially. So I see people face-to-face -face in Teaneck, but I do have clients everywhere. Many, many in the five towns, California, Israel, Columbus, Ohio, I mean, it doesn't end. So we do those calls either on the phone or FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, whatever works. And it's been an incredible growth. And I love getting emails, messages, texts from clients from everywhere way after we've you know finished working with each other showing me a meal telling me something that happened with one of their children it's great nachas for me and I really love it at Grand and Essex I'm the in-store nutritional specialist which means that I'm the consultant um, people come into the store they ask me questions and I'm available there I'm there for three hours on Monday two hours Friday morning to answer their questions help them plan menus help them recreate their family favorites I also as I mentioned earlier have my own line of food there so as I said, we're busy, busy, busy. If you need to grab and go take out, Grands and Essex is the place to go because it's Coach Gila approved, which means only healthy oils, no sugar added, but still absolutely delicious. And I know so many schools have been calling you and you're doing, and if there's a school out there that has not called Coach Gila yet, they clearly don't know what they're missing. One of the programs that I'm most proud of is the senior, my senior program. So I created and developed a program for seniors for high school seniors, it's pretty much the last year they're eating full-time at home. After that, whether they're in Israel or going to college directly, they are going to be making their own choices. So I created this program that really guides them and teaches them and coaches them on how to make those choices. So if you're part of a high school and you're listening and you want me to do that, it's, it's been so helpful and the feedback I got on that program in particular is fabulous. So Coach Gila making kale cool once again. That's yes. right. How yes. do people contact you? Okay, so if you're looking to have me work with your child privately in camp, or you wanted to get going in advance and get and start working on sessions now, which I have, I do have parents that do that, you can reach me at 917-647-1788. You can also check out my website and reach me through my website at mainassethealth.com. An email? 
My email is, you can do, uh, do my Gila Guzman at gmail.com. G-I-L-A-G-U-Z-M-A-N at, at gmail.com. Perfect, yes. Wow. This was, this was I, I, I would honestly say, the most informative podcast ever. This, this was, was awesome. great. Yeah, this was incredible. This I, was I, awesome. I keep learning, and I, and I enjoy it. I'm going it. to, to uh, have a kale salad right now, actually. Will if, you? I have no. a question. If people have questions for me based on this podcast... Is how do they should they just reach out to me privately? Yeah, yeah okay, absolutely. Fabulous. So guys, anyone listening, if you have questions about anything I said, please reach out to me. I'm here for you. I was going to give everyone Ari's cell phone number, but um, I don't. Think <laughs> I think everyone has it already. Everyone has it already. There's no secret. I don't think he wants to get the uh, how much quinoa should I be putting in with the squash salad questions. Although, uh, although I, I follow Coach Gilas, I can, I'm definitely can you answer a lot of yes. questions, but I can't. Uh, I, I all can't I can answer. say is, folks, wait till you see Ari Katz in camp because the other half of him is not going to be there. Let's, let's <laughs> just put that put that put that out there. But Coach Gila, we, we can't, uh, before Dove closes, uh, we can't thank you enough for being part of our family, part of our team. You have brought so much excitement and fun and, and Kale, and, and, kale and, and everything there is. So we can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough for Camp Missouri, but also we follow you here in the Jersey area and your posts and all of that. And, and kudos to you because you're doing such an incredible job and it becomes just a fun uh, way of, of life, and everyone feels so good about themselves, kids, adults, and everyone. So thank you for thank that. You, thank, thank you, thank you. Coach and I'm looking forward to a fabulous, amazing, memorable summer 2018. Woohoo! Ice fishing with Michael Pellico. All right, folks, we hope you enjoyed Miss Sorocast, uh Coach Gila edition, I guess is what we'll call it. Yeah. We don't know what this one's a good one. This is a must this listen. Is a um, and uh, we're going to have more exciting podcasts coming up in the next few weeks. And, hey, uh, Countdown to Camp, how many days left, our cats? We're in the 75 we're, we're in the range. 75-ish range, depending on when we post this. Yeah. So whatever. All right. I'm Dove Katz. He's Ari Katz. She's Coach Gila. This was a Masora cast, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Souls of the innocent, blood transparent, keep on moving though the water stay raging. In this maze, you can lose your way, your way. It might drive you crazy, but don't let it face you. No way, no way. Sometimes in my tears, I drown, I drown, but I never let it get me down. So when negativity surrounds, Oh, no.
children will play.